Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world. This is the morning show that we start with. Tune in in the evening time for the Daily Dose on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That is at uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific on Tuesdays, that is at 5 p.m. Pacific time for now, subject to change. So stay tuned on information on that. One good way to do so is to uh, sign up with your email on our website, redpills.tv, and you'll get a daily email about that night's Daily Dose show, as well as recaps from the previous episodes. And so you could do that at redpills.tv. Are we okay on D Live? By the way, if you guys could give me a five five over there, I'd appreciate it. It's not working on my end. Um, it doesn't seem to be okay on my end, but also I have an indicator that it is okay. So uh, let me know over there on D Live if you guys are able to view this. If not, we'll have to see if we could troubleshoot. Um. I'll put a thing in the chat there. All right. Well, good morning. Jesus is my one savior. Good morning, RMU and Quiet Toad and Poon Slayer and uh, Lisa. Thank you. Five five. Huh. Must just be my end. Grits. Thank you. Five five. Okay. Good. Well, we'll get into it. Hey, Kimber Mousting. Kimber Mousting. How you doing? I do my best with these usernames, but last week I mispronounced someone's name who donated it. I feel bad, and they were laughing at me, so I apologize. Um, I should have seen that, but it's kind of hard when they're kind of... Yeah, some of the names are hard. Anyway, it's not here nor there. We're going to talk about the news today and then get on with our days because it's Monday. We have a lot to do. Um, it's October 16th, 2023. It's windy. It's stormy over here in the Pacific Northwest. It was really coming down earlier, but thank you, Z-Man. So, uh, yeah, just enjoying that weather here. And we'll get right into things here, starting with finance as usual. Oh, lordy lord. Janet Yellen never ceases to disappoint. Janet Yellen. America can certainly afford two wars, U.S. Treasury Secretary says. Sky News reported this one. In, a, in an exclusive interview, Janet Yellen urges Republicans to appoint a new House of Representatives speaker to enable greater financial support to be agreed for both Israel and Ukraine. We have enough money for two wars. You know why? Because this is actually going to keep the economy going. How? Well, they're going to just increase the uh, inflation, pump more money into the system, keep the banks nice and greased and money flowing. Of course. Yeah, they could support, America could support, they could afford two wars. They can afford three wars. They can afford four wars. They can afford World War Three. So let's just do it. Yeah, we don't want an economic depression. At least we want to stave it off as long as we can. Right, Janet? Good God, these people are sick, dude. What is up with this? Are you kidding me? We can afford all the wars. Yeah. Just make sure you get someone corrupt in there to keep this ball rolling. I did not do a Friday Fringe so on the 13th. No. We did not have an episode. I apologize for that. Happy Monday, LEP. Good to see you. All right. So, yeah, Janet Yellen. We can afford the war, everybody. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, we've got some news here. Insider Paper reports this. This isn't good. This is kind of uh, the economic warfare here. Uh, after China, Russia suspends Japanese seafood imports. Russia on Monday followed its ally China in suspending all Japanese food imports, Japanese seafood imports, over Tokyo's release of waste release of wastewater from the crippled Fukushima nuclear plant. Japan has been sharply critical of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, while Tokyo's relation with Beijing, which has deepened ties with Moscow, has worsened. Rossel Kosnodol, 
uh, Russell Koznad. God, that's a hard one. It's Russell Koznadzor, Russia's body responsible for regulating agriculture products, said it was, quote, joining China's provisional restrictive measures on the import of fish and seafood products from Japan as of October 16th, 2023, as a precautionary measure. It is said the restrictions would remain in place until the necessary exhaustive information to confirm the safety of seafood produce is forthcoming. The Japanese government, which has called China's ban political and unscientific, urged Russia to reverse its decision, calling the move an unjust step without any scientific basis. Um, Yeah, they don't want to be importing radioactive food or potentially radioactive food, apparently. And uh, I don't know. I guess you could say, oh, that's political because it's economic warfare and this. I don't know how much money is involved here, but probably a lot. Um, That's unfortunate. Um, the Japanese foreign ministry said in a statement that the decision by the Russian side is extremely regrettable and we strongly request that it be withdrawn. In 2011, three reactors at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear facility in northeastern Japan went into meltdown following a massive earthquake and tsunami that killed around 18,000 people. Twelve years on, Japan began in August to discharge treated contaminated water from the stricken plant into the Pacific Ocean. <clears throat> Pardon me. China is res- China in response banned all Japanese seafood imports over the selfish and irresponsible release, accusing Japan of treating the sea like a sewer. Yeah, I tell you what, I don't want to eat that. I don't want that stuff. And guess what? The U.S. is probably still purchasing this stuff. So how contaminated is our seafood? Uh, well, well uh, our food in general is just absolutely, in my opinion disgusting and maybe even poison uh considering some of the ingredients this uh radiation's a problem <sighs> in the sea in the sea gosh you know the sea should be somewhere where we could rely on good food um yeah but we got to be careful where we get our seafood too yeah and don't eat that farmed uh that nasty farmed fish, whether it's salmon or tilapia, blech, never, never eat that stuff. That's just my opinion. I would not recommend eating that. Uh, blech. So be careful, folks. You might get a little radiation in your shrimp. What else we got here? Right Aid has failed uh, filed for bankruptcy. Right Aid operates about half as many stores as it did a decade ago after two mergers aimed at reinvigorating the chain fell apart. So now they're filing for bankruptcy. We just heard they're closing a bunch of stores. Is this the end of Right Aid? Yeah, probably. Yeah, looks like it. Bummer. They have a lot of garbage stuff, though, too. If you think about it, all the products in Rite Aid, well, most of that stuff I won't touch either. It's just like, where can we find some good products? You got to, like, really scour around and and find good, reliable products out there because there's so much garbage. I, I wanted to take a bath, so I went and uh, I never have done this. I wanted to take a, they say, uh, those, what are the, the, the salt baths, right? They're supposed to be healthy, good for your muscles, something i don't i don't know i'm not that well researched into it but apparently it's good and so i went to a pharmacy <clears throat> just like a no name just like a small business pharmacy and they're really cool they have a lot of great products there like that's one place that i love and they even have like good food and supplements and good quality um uh supplements and stuff and so i'm looking at their their salt what do they call that salt? The uh, What do they call the salt bath? Salt? Whatever. It's just salt. Um, I'm just looking at all the different salt products they have. And they have a few brands, different salts that you could soak in. And it's supposed to be pretty good for like your muscles and relaxing and all this stuff. Most of these things. And I want to know if any of you have done research on this. Epsom salt. Yeah. Thank you, Left Maryland. Uh, thank you, Willow. I'll check that out. Is it? My personal Facebook account. Thank you. Um, 
I had quite a few messages this morning. I didn't get through all of them. Epsom salt. Yeah, so I'm looking at all the different products, and some of the ingredients in these damn Epsom salts are like, you know, scent. They have a lot of different scents in them, which I don't love. Uh, usually they're pretty okay. There's like eucalyptus, and there's like an elderberry, and there's one that has like clay and stuff in it, which I don't know. I guess it's good for your skin or something. I didn't want to get it, though, because I don't know. I don't, you know, and it took me like... I'm not kidding you. It took me like 20 minutes to decide which salt to buy just because I'm looking at all the ingredients trying to figure this thing out. This is how I shop now for anything. And I wanted to take a fucking bath. So I I finally found one that they didn't have a big bag of it. They had little individual bags and it was unscented, just pure ingredients, no bullshit. And that's what I got. Um, but does the scent, I feel like having scent in there is not good to have all over your skin or like as oils, essential oils. I don't know, but I don't like oils kind of scare me. I don't like putting it all over my body. I don't like scents either. Um, I don't really like scented stuff on my body, um, that much, (sighs) you know? So what is it? Do you guys know anything about, uh, Ellie says me too. I'm allergic to the process stuff see i borax bath is good too i have borax but the borax i have i don't know if it's good for that i need to get like a pure borax because the borax i got is like pink probably has dye in it i would assume so i don't want to sit bathe and dye you know the borax i got it to like dry out um fresh bait for fishing that's what i use borax for but apparently it's good i don't know though so there's some products out there where it's like you want to make sure you get the right kind and the good quality and stuff so borax is another one if you guys have info on i need to study up on i could do all this independent research too but it's nice maybe we could talk about it on after chat one day this week good morning nate how hope you're doing good but anyway i'm not so sure about these epsom salt baths and these different ingredients but we need to move on there's a lot of news to go through here so um on the finance front here the last story that i've got or last couple points here the biden regime threatens banks that refuse to give credit lines and loans to illegal aliens this came out october 15th yesterday on the gateway pundit of course the biden regime is threatening banks that refuse to give illegal alien credit lines and loans the consumer financial protection bureau cfpb and the doj warned banks and lending institutions in a joint statement this week oh great The CFPB said in a statement, quote, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and Justice Department today issued a joint statement that reminds financial institutions that all credit applicants are protected from discrimination on the basis of their national origin, race, and other characteristics covered by the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, regardless of their immigration status. They're just trying to scare the shit out of banks. Don't discriminate. It's not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Don't discriminate. Don't discriminate. You know, just because somebody's illegal doesn't mean it's the discrimination. There's other factors in this. They're weaponizing this woke ideology of you need to respect everybody, even if they have sex with a pan, you know, or this or that, or yeah, da, 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 da. it's like, how is any of this stuff relevant? It's not. They just politicize it so they could manipulate everything. So, yes, they want to give money to all the illegals. But can you get a loan? Probably not. Do you want a loan? Definitely not, because uh, considering all the interest rates and whatnot, uh, nobody could afford it. Anyway, Vader made their own laundry detergent a few weeks back. Works awesome. Better than Tide. Yeah, I said it. Vader, I hate laundry detergent, and I don't use those stinking dryer sheets. I don't believe in that. I think that they are uh, the devil, them dryer sheets. I don't do it. Don't. Nope. But I need to make my own detergent, too. I don't right now, but I was doing some research on that over the weekend, actually. Anyway, I'd love to hear your recipe. Uh, v. Lynn has, uh, sells that stuff. All right. Trump took the truth social this morning, as he typically does. Gosh, I have the hiccups. Pardon me. Uh, This morning, 5.39 a.m., Donald Trump tweeted, I mean, he truthed, he said, quote, would somebody please inform our worst 
president in history, crooked Joe Biden, who doesn't have a clue that while he dithers around and illegally attacks his political opponent, me, and is always trying to blame everyone else for the many, many, many mistakes he has made, Iran is rapidly building a large-scale arsenal of nuclear weapons. Once they have them, which will be soon, all negotiations stop. That's when our incompetent fool of a president will drop to his knees and beg Iran for mercy. Quote, please, 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 Mr. Ayatollah, sir, I will give you everything. I will do anything you demand. Don't hurt us. This sounds just like Trump, by the way, this, how he's writing this. I love that. <laughs> I could hear Trump saying this. Anyway, he goes on. Trump says, this is the position that this stupid fool has put us in. Three years ago under Trump, Iran was broke. No nuclear weapons or prospects. Biden has made them rich and has no idea what to do. They started the attack on Israel and desperately want to become openly involved. Quote, death to Israel, they chant. Don't let Iran have nuclear weapons. Wow. Interesting. Trump claims that Iran is rapidly building a large-scale arsenal of nuclear weapons. It's probably right. I mean, Trump knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Good googly moogly. Yeah, please hit those thumbs up, everybody. I appreciate it. Put one cup of vinegar in your washing machine, then you don't need a dryer sheet anymore. Okay, I have vinegar. Uh, Black Jester 101 donated three lemons. Thank you, Black Jester. I appreciate you very, 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 very much. Onward. Oh, what the fuck did I just do? Uh-oh. Uh, we've got some statements from Joe Biden over the weekend. Uh, he did an interview. Yeah, he's just just a big fool. I didn't watch it, but every mainstream BS organization was airing this stuff. I saw a few clips. Uh, breaking statement from Joe Biden, quote, This hor horrific act of hate has no place in America. Oh, this is referring to this 71-year-old uh, man in Plainfield, Illinois, who has been charged with murder and hate crime after killing a six-year-old child and injuring his mother because they were Muslims. The Guardian reported this story. What an absolute terrible situation and an indication of this destabilization of our communities. Joe Biden put a statement out on this quote as American as Americans, we have must come together and reject Islamophobia and all forms of bigotry and hatred. We must be unequivocal. There is no place in America for hate against anyone. The white house put out uh, a memo for immediate release yesterday. And uh, he said a couple more things, but you know, really there's no place in America for hate against anyone. Huh? What about um, patriotic, country-loving, peace-wanting, MAGA people. No, hate them. They're terrorists, they say. Wow. Huh. This is crazy. <sighs> There's no place in America for hate against anyone? Then why are, are you guys perpetrating so much hate across the board? You know, they. Uh, I think that the effect that people have on other people, I mean people with influence like the president or celebrities or just people with loud voices or just the normal everyday person that sings in tandem with everybody else they have an effect on society they have a, an effect on each other's psychology and um, people can be influenced and to do terrible things and i think that's a big part of the narrative and a big part of why we see the things we see nate you can't say stuff like that I get it, but um, onward. I I know I'm sick of it too, Nate. Uh, Joe Biden was asked if he wants to run again. This guy's hard to listen to, but we're going to listen to a short, short couple clips. You sure that you want to run again? Yes, because I'm sure. Look, when I ran, I said, the world's at an inflection point. 
the world's changing, but we have an opportunity to make it. So imagine if we were able to succeed in getting the Middle East put in place where we have normalization of relations. I think we can do that. Imagine what happens if we, in fact, unite all of Europe and Putin is finally put down where he cannot cause the kind of trouble he's been causing. We have enormous opportunities. Wow. Enormous opportunities to unite the Middle East, which weren't, didn't we have peace deals under Trump and they were pretty united and calm and chill and Iran wasn't building a nuclear arsenal under Trump. Um, maybe, well, apparently, according to him. Um, at least probably not to the extent they are now. Um, an opportunity to get rid of Putin and unite Europe too, huh? Sounds like a new world order opportunity, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's an extremely, extremely vulnerable point um, in our world right now. And that's their prize. They want to unite the world. It's all about unity, folks. Not really. It's more about control and enslaving humanity and bringing this dystopian future. Yeah, that's what I think, at least. Maybe I'm wrong, but who knows? See you, Alex. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you, Lisa, for the four ice cream. Uh, maybe we could chit-chat tonight on the after chat, eh? Have a little Monday uh, chit chat party. I kind of want to talk. I want to talk health. I want to talk this kind of stuff. If you guys are up for it, you know, I'm sick of the news, man. But we got to follow it. It's important stuff. Plug a little bit too, though. Uh, Biden says the threat of terrorism in the United States has increased amid the Hamas-Israel war. No kidding. Well, whose fault is that? Biden warns Israel against Gaza occupation. Ooh, RT.com reported this story. They said the IDF must eliminate Hamas, but taking control of the territory would be a big mistake, according to the U.S. president. U.S. President Joe Biden said he does not support any long-term Israeli occupation of Gaza, but believes that the Israeli defense forces going in and taking out the extremists would be a necessary requirement to guarantee the security of the Jewish state. So he's like, I don't support it, but we need to get in there. But I don't support occupation, but we need to get in there and do operations. Uh, what? They wrote, the U.S. leader vowed to provide Israel with everything they need to eliminate Hamas militants in Gaza, but does not expect American troops to take part in any combat operations. Right. Quote, I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them with everything they need. Biden said in an interview with CBS 60 Minutes on Sunday. Fake news. Uh, totally scripted. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. They probably had them on all kinds of hop, all kinds of uppers. Thank you for the three lemons. Yay. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for our coffee this morning. Hope you're doing well. Onward. FBI Director Christopher Wray warns of terror attacks on United States soil in, re in, re in relation to the Hamas terror attacks on Israel. This is the rhetoric that is going to cause exactly what they're talking about. It's a self-fulfilled prophecy in a way, in my opinion. Colin Rugg wrote a tweet just in yesterday morning. FBI Director Christopher Wray warns of terror attacks on the United States soil in relation to Hamas terror attacks on Israel. Hopefully, they will be taking a break from tracking down Trump supporters to confront this. Colin Rugg continues. Wray said the FBI has seen a large increase in reported threats since the attacks and said to be on the lookout and said to be on the lookout for lone actors. Quote, in this heightened environment, there is no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. Yeah, I mean, but but don't worry about the border, all right? That's a conspiracy theory. Onward. 
Leaked email reveals that military generals are getting concerned because their soldiers do not want to go die for Israel, calling it a rise in anti-Semitism. This explains the total 180 flip in pro-Israel propaganda today on all news networks. They're trying to manufacture support that just isn't there. Politics, politics news. There was a clip here. Um, the American troops do not want to sacrifice their lives for Israel exclusive. They put this email in here. From, uh, the Chief National Guard Bureau to, it doesn't know, it's all blacked out here, but apparently this is their sauce, their source. Um, from Daniel R. Hawkinson, troop sentiment regarding uh, Israel or re-Israel. Hey, blank, quote, this is the letter. I want to set up a meeting to discuss something concerning I'm hearing from Tony. Apparently, there is growing anti-Semitism among the enlisted troops who are openly stating they're against Israel and not willing to put their lives on the line for them. With Trump's remarks against Netanyahu on Wednesday, the problem is only going to get worse. We need to come up with a strategy to deal with this and rally the troops in support of Israel against Hamas. I think the best we try to get ahead of this. I think at best we try to get ahead of this, as Tony believes, it is becoming an issue. Uh, Daniel R. Hawkinson continues, quote, When I spoke to Ori shortly after the attack, he expressed concerns about the Republicans in Congress and if they would hinder full support from the U.S. I tried to assuage his concerns. Uh, assuage? What's this word? I don't even know this word. You guys let me know. A-S-S-U-A-G-E. Assuage? I tried to... Yeah, assuage his concerns, uh, basically appease his concerns. Um, but he's not wrong. CENTCOM told me Tuberville's hold is having a major impact on their operations. CENTCOM has limited forces and was not expecting a hot war to break out in this in the region. This, combined with the lack of confirmed leadership positions, means CENTCOM will not be able to support Israel should this turn into a multi-front war if Hezbollah enters the fray. To be honest, if Hezbollah or other players enter the war, Israel won't be able to defend themselves either. Let's pray that doesn't happen. Let me know if you have any suggestions, and let's try to get the key players together for a meeting on Monday. Thanks in advance. General Daniel R. Hawkinson. This is just, you know, is this real? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I suspect it may. This was reported by Lauren Witsk, Witsky on Twitter. Um, one of Stu Peters' associates, uh, producer for Stu Peters. So it's a very interesting story that they've put out there. And, uh, you know... This isn't anti-Semitism, okay? This is people not wanting to fight war. This is, I think, an anti-violence situation. And it, it just, it's very sad. It's a very sad, sad situation. Um, all right, Nate. Well, you could give me a call later. Epstein victim who testified against Ghislaine Maxwell has mysteriously died. Of course. What a quinkadink. That's the quinkadink, everybody. It was not murder. It was an overdose, okay? One of, uh, this is the Gateway Pundit. They wrote, one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims who testified against Ghislaine Maxwell has mysteriously died. Jeffrey Epstein's pimp, Ghislaine Maxwell, was sentenced to 20 years in prison earlier this year. Maxwell worked as Jeffrey Epstein's pimp for years, and the DOJ knew they were running girls as young as 12, but they refused to act. Carolyn Andriano, one of Epstein's victims who testified against Maxwell, was found unresponsive in a West Palm Beach hotel earlier this year. West Palm Beach... West Palm Beach police opened an investigation into her death after it was concluded she died of an accidental drug overdose. Ah. Adriano's, Andriano's mother pleaded with police to investigate her daughter's death and insisted she was drug and alcohol free. 
According to the Daily Beast, Carolyn Andriano had been texting her mother about building her new life with her five children and husband, John Pitts, shortly before she died. The Daily Beast reported, Carolyn Andriano, a victim of sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein, whose testimony was crucial to putting away his accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, has died. Yeah, this doesn't add up. Does not add up at all. They go on to more details about this, but I mean, that's the gist of it. Uh, you know, drug-free people overdosing. It's just the new norm, I suppose. Thank you, Summer, for the um, diamond. This stuff just never stops, does it? It doesn't. It really doesn't. This is just incredible. That's a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy theory. All right, let's see. What else have we got here, folks? Oh, so like I said, the rhetoric about the violence is increasing. And um, they called for the, the, you know, the day of jihad or whatever last week uh, for Friday the 13th. And luckily, uh, despite a lot of protesting and a lot of small skirmishes, there wasn't any large terror attacks that occurred. Um, and we're very happy that we didn't see anything happen. And I'm just very happy actually it, you know it seemed to come and go without too much too many incidents uh but now the rhetoric is increasing i think that they maybe hoped people would be a little bit more agitated and confrontational and i think that's what they're pushing for now um i think that this is just the beginning and they're really starting to push out this narrative of everything's horrible everyone hates each other we're definitely going to see things happening yeah. Thank you, Nate. God better be coming soon. Maybe. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. I think they're trying to get some what people call Manchurian candidates activated. And maybe that's, that's conspiracy theory. Oh, it's all conspiracy, man. I do think so, though. We had protests all over the place. That's right, Lisa. Uh, Chicago, Seattle, New York, LA, and that's just the United States. All the main cities had big things going on. You also had France. You had uh, everywhere, everywhere. People were protesting, even in Japan. Japan probably had the chillest protest, though. Um, these are varying from pro Hamas or pro Palestine or pro uh, <clears throat> Israel, and uh, people are arguing left and right. I'm pro Palestine, not ah, whatever. You know, people are arguing the, the semantics of all this, and uh, I'm not going to get into it. I just want to say, kind of, what's going on? Be a little pragmatic here. Um, it's all sick. I will say that. You know. So yeah, uh, there's clips from all over the world and then the U.S. of these uh, protests, which did get fairly chaotic in some cases. Um, traffic was stopped in Seattle. Thousands of people protesting there yesterday or over the weekend. Um, and then we had progressives out there calling for the U.S. to take in some one million Gaza refugees. If you brought a million people into the United States from Gaza, how many of them are potentially terrorists? Okay. This is a horrible situation. And this just seems like an opportunity for terrorists to infiltrate the country. I'm going to be honest with you terrible idea and what if they what if they did what if they did what if they're like we need this is a humanitarian crisis we need to bring all these people all these innocent lives from gaza to america and to europe and fix this problem once and for all a million one million that's a lot no I mean, the vetting process to come to America should be very extensive. Extremely extensive. Yeah, they want them here, but they don't want them in their neighborhoods. 
Yeah, and all these countries, oh, we support Palestine. Oh, we support, uh, you know, but we don't want you in our country. Yeah, we also we support you, but stay there, stay, stay in the Gaza Strip, Gaza Strip, and also just stay in your stay where you are because we support you, but not we don't support you like that. Well, why, why? How come nobody's saying, hey, anybody who needs somewhere a sanctuary to get your shit together and not be a victim, uh, you could come to our country. Why are there nobody saying this? Huh? Why? Well, it's because Hamas. There's a lot of Hamas activity. That's why they don't want potential terrorists in their in their countries, right? I'm, I mean, that's the reality of how I see it. I, unfortunately, um, I, I don't know. It is what it is, right? I, I don't know what to say. Uh, um, Laura Loomer has been putting out a lot of great stuff. What is going on? Why is uh? I'm having, I'm having like some troubles with my copy and paste function. Like, what is going on? Copy, copy. What the hell is going on here? Uh, Laura Loomer has been doing great. <clears throat> something wrong with my keyboard or something? Um, Laura Loomer put this out this morning. Thanks to who tagged me in this on X. Laura Loomer wrote scoop. Law enforcement sources in California have told me that police in Long Beach, California have been given a gag order to not talk about the fact that the man who was arrested yesterday after committing vehicular jihad in downtown Long Beach, California, is a Muslim who carried out his attack in the name of Islam. When FBI responded up to the scene yesterday, sources tell me, source tells me, FBI said they can't mention the killer was a Muslim terrorist and ordered all police to not speak about it to the media. The media is only referring to the terrorist killer as a, quote, man booked for murder after the Muslim man named Khalid Yogabi intentionally rammed his car into a woman pushing a stroller and ran over at least five other pedestrians. The woman died and FBI responded to the scene, but police inside LBPD, Long Beach PD, were told they can't mention that he's a Muslim and that this was an act of Islamic terrorism in support of Hamas's call for jihad. Clips from KTL5, as well as other local, local news was posted, showing that they're leaving out these small, minute details, um, which is, this is psychological warfare. This is selective reporting and a rise in destabilization that they're just going to brush under the rug. Sick. Absolutely sick. Um, I'm telling you, though, things could have been a lot worse by now, and hopefully they don't get worse, but, you know, here's more. Oh, wait. Oh, this is... Oh, here's another one. Another scoop from Laura Loomer. Wow. And this one's pretty interesting. It has to do with not just potential terrorism, but having to do with our infrastructure. Laura Loomer wrote, <clears throat> source tells me police are being tight-lipped about a bridge collapse in Pueblo, Colorado today that caused the train to derail because there is a possibility that the bridge was intentionally sabotaged in an act of infrastructure terrorism. Over the last week, terrorists have threatened to attack U.S. infrastructure. The collapse trapped a semi-truck that was traveling underneath the bridge, according to Colorado State Patrol. Uh, source tells me police are looking at possible intentional sabotage of the bridge since the bridge is inspected regularly, and it's not common for bridges to collapse. I-25 is now going to be closed in both directions. This is a very busy road and a major corridor, and because of the bridge collapse, it's going to be closed a while, possibly even days. Wow. She posted an image of the semi that had been smooshed. There. Uh, that's suspicious, at the very least. Terrorism. Targeted infrastructure. Another train derailment. It's probably just a coincidence. Attention, Illinois. More Loomer. Killing it. Attention, Illinois. Islamic terror alert. 
what is she saying here? Uh, Laura Loomer wrote, Hamas is now in their chats talking about attacking Chicago, Illinois, where there is a large Hamas terror cell. Sources tell me known lone wolves are preparing to attack Chicago. Chicago also happens to be where Nation of Islam is located. And as I have reported, NOI, Nation of Islam, has deep ties to Iran, as well as Hamas and Muslim Brotherhood-affiliated groups in America. NOI does a lot of their recruitment out of prisons, which means a lot of the Muslim converts in Chicago are extremely violent felons. Converts are often more extreme than non-converts, especially in cities with terror-tied mosques. Many of the mosques in Chicago have members who are on the U.S. terror watch list. Chicago also has a very large Jewish population. Stay alert. Hamas, Hezbollah, and IRGC are likely to attack Chicago and other parts of Illinois. This is in response to the murder of that boy that we talked about earlier by his landlord because they were Muslim uh, in Chicago. So we are seeing crazy radicals on both sides, allegedly, attacking and murdering each other with vehicles and weapons and whatnot. And this is just going to create more and more and more tension and that destabilization that is, I think, part of the goal here. Why? Why do they want violence here? I think they just want brother pit, brother against brother. And while we're fighting each other, they could uh, work behind the scenes and under behind the cloud of smoke. Today, Putin is speaking to Israeli, Iranian, and Arab leaders, according to his advisors. So expect some more news coming from this conversation uh, as far as uh, Putin, Israel, Iran, and Arab, Arab leaders go. Uh, we'll see uh, what comes out of this. Oh, but that's something. So we'll see. The Israeli Minister of National Security said, quote, We distributed thousands of weapons to citizens in the south and north and hundreds of thousands. Uh-oh. Fuck, what did I do? And hundreds of thousands um, have become eligible to carry weapons. So that's, you know, it, uh, you might think, oh, that's good, you know, arm the population. Um you know, I wish I would get a free gun. That'd be nice. But uh, I don't know. I mean, they don't have good intentions, man. That's all I'm, I'm thinking here. Um, just an interesting development there in Israel for weapons. Uh, just a few months ago, uh, Israeli citizens were protesting Netanyahu. And his judiciary reform power grab with many Israeli citizens saying they were creating a dictatorship and that his establishment was corrupt. Large, uh, large majority of Israeli people were against him. This is a post by inversionism on Twitter. And it was an interesting take on what's going on, sort of their uh, analysis. They said uh, there were even protests scheduled on the same day of the attack from Hamas. Now all that will be forgotten along with Netanyahu getting exactly as he wanted with the new emergency unified government, retaining his power, getting judicial control, and much, much more. The Israeli people seem to have forgotten he made their country a lab rat for Pfizer as well. If you're about to lose power and your people are mass protesting you for corruption, just start a war and everyone will forget about it immediately and still unify behind you. The oldest trick in the book. Yeah, I, I think that might be the case. This war has come from desperation from different different uh, people who want to control the world in various ways. And I'm talking about Biden and his cronies behind the scenes, maybe Obama or who knows, right? Uh, yesterday, it was reported that Israeli fighter jets were striking Hezbollah positions in Lebanon. Here we go. Here we go. The Iran president came out and said, "If the killing of people, if the killing of the people of Gaza does not stop, this will complicate matters and expand the scope of the crisis." Not good rhetoric coming out of Iran. 
getting closer and closer to getting involved. And maybe Trump's right. They're going to say, look, hey, we have nukes now. Surprise. Whew. Hopefully not, man. This is getting scary. Um, Mario Knopfel put out a analysis about the U.S. preparing to enter Israel-Gaza war. A massive naval feel in the Israel-Lebanon-Gaza region includes... Two, atra- two aircraft carriers, two Ticonderoga-class cruisers, seven destroyers, one Type 45 air defense destroyer, five frigates, and two land support ships. We, all, we may also see submarines, supply ships, aircraft, and other surface ships to join the fleet in the region. In a post by uh, Open Source Intelligence Monitor on Twitter, He states this looks like more than just posturing for an Israel invasion of Gaza. Uh, Mario Knopfel asks, is the U.S. military preparing to join the war, possibly in response to an inevitable entry by Hezbollah and or Iran? Certainly seems to be going that direction, unfortunately. Um, Hopefully things somehow are... Hopefully a larger scale conflict is averted, but so far we've just seen escalations over the past week going on too. UN peacekeepers say headquarters struck by rocket in South Lebanon. There we go. Like I said, more escalations. Bomb alert at Palace of Versailles in France. People were evacuated over the weekend. Again in Paris. The Louvre, whatever, Louvre, I forget, I don't even know my French, but that big museum in Paris has been evacuated because of a bomb threat as well. I think the largest museum in the world. Louvre, I don't know how to say it. Don't laugh at me. I know we've got some French speakers here. Okay. Um, Let's hear you pronounce it. Just kidding. But yeah, two big uh, bomb threats or, uh, uh, you know, just not good things happening. Um, the French government has ordered the deployment of upwards of 7,000 soldiers across the country following mass pro-Palestinian Hamas demonstrations. Oh my gosh, that is Islamophobic, France. That is just... How could you do that? Oh my gosh. That's what they say in the States. What, are you Islamophobic? Uh, huge protest in Montreal as well over the weekend. Maybe I'll show you a little image of that real quick. Just the post millennial shared this. Lots of people just protesting uh, Palestinian flags, people on the rooftops, shouting and clapping and Lots and lots of people. That was posted on the TikTok. That newfangled app all the kids are using these days. Weird happenings in Afghanistan. In reporting on the earthquakes happening, the first of which was predicted by... uh, I forget the guy's name. Gosh, I need to just put it on a post-it note and tape it right here because I forget. Well, uh, oddly enough, Afghanistan has been hit by a third earthquake... In a week. What? Or fourth? Somebody wrote in the comments. Good God, the fuck. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Come on. What is going on? What is going on? All right. Let's talk a little bit about other stuff. Uh, Health. Health. We need to be careful with what we eat. Um, gosh, I think my keyboard's officially broken. Time for a new keyboard. I gotta order a new keyboard. Something's up. It's alright. This keyboard served me well. Uh, apparently, uh, according to Zero Hedge, they published an article titled, Animal Contraceptive and Antibiotic Detected in 10 Popular Fast Food... Uh, oh wait. Animal Contraceptive and Antibiotics Detected in Top 10 Popular Fast Foods. They wrote... Uh, This was authored by Marina Zhang via the Epic Times, by the way. 
Two types of animal antibiotics an animal and an animal contraceptive have been detected in food samples from America's top 10 most popular fast food chains, according to a laboratory report. Guess what? Ooh, this stuff's nasty. This stuff's nasty. They wrote 8 and 10 popular fast food chains tested positive. Most of the food was sampled from America's top 10 most popular food chains. Volunteers from MAA went to their local McDonald's, Starbucks, Subway, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, Taco Bell, Chipotle, Dunkin', Wendy's, or Domino's stores and ordered the same meal several times. Kept in its packaging, each meal was sealed, frozen, and mailed to the Health Research Institute at the laboratory. The food and its packaging were ground up and then tested for veterinary drugs and hormones. With the exception of Chipotle and Subway, all the food samples tested positive for veterinary drugs. Wow. So we're ingesting veterinary drugs when you when we eat at somewhere like Starbucks or McDonald's or uh, Burger King or Taco Bell or Chipotle, according to this study. Oof. Monansen, Narasin, Nicarbazin. I don't know how to pronounce these things, but the drug concentrations in all the food samples were below two micrograms per kilogram, which is significantly below the FDA's acceptable daily intake. Here's my thing about the acceptable daily intake of uh, um, things. What are these chemicals? These chemicals. What is nicarbazin? Nicarbazin is a uh, cockadiastat uh, used on meat chickens. It's also used as a contraceptive for. Uh, okay, what is the chemical chemical makeup? I don't know. Um, I want to see the, what chemicals are in this. The structure is molecular weight nitrophenylurea urea dimethyl two hydroxy pyrimidine or dimethyl two hydroxy pyrimidine and nitrophenyl urea. What is that? So it's interesting to look into the chemical compounds here. So what is this stuff? Um, yeah, you got, <clears throat> I'm not going to do all this research right now. Actually, we're running out of time. But these things, they say even like chemicals they put in our water and things like this, or not even just our drinking water, but like local water systems, canals, lakes, these kinds of things, ponds, they'll put chemicals in them. And then they'll come out and be like, well, you know, a little bit of it, it's, you know, below the threshold that we deem dangerous. So it's actually okay to put in the environment because it's just a tiny little bit. It's just, you know, you put that little tiny bit, your body is just like, oh, it's just a little bit. Well, when you get a little bit of something over a long period of time, then you start having the effects from these chemicals that they, uh, they don't tell you about, right? This stuff adds up. It builds up. That's why a lot of people like detoxes and this kind of thing. We have a detox group on our private social app, by the way, socialredpill.com. It's free to join. You could also support us monthly there. But just so you know, folks, that fast food's the devil. Said it once. I'll say it again. Fast food is the devil. It's my opinion. Don't eat it. Someone knocking. Someone might be knocking. It's all right. They need to... Uh, anyway, onward. Um, we're going to end here in a second. Let's see. Actually, let's just stop. Let's just stop here. We'll do a little outro and we'll be out. Oh, there's more stuff. There's more stuff as always, but uh, we're running out of time. I don't want to go on another tangent and run out of time and go over. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, you can join our private social network, socialredpill.com, uh, and uh, join the Red Pill family over there. You can also get in touch with Josh and myself. 
And uh, Josh will be back tonight with an ep- another episode of The Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. You could catch him before that on the Dark to Light show, which you could find wherever you get your podcasts. It's published every day, midday, or kind of later in the day if you're on the East Coast. You could watch the Dark to Light show with uh, Josh Reed and Jim Price. And uh, they talk about the daily news there. And they take calls, and it's a good show. So Dark Light Show airs on WYSL 1040. And so you can find it on their website or wherever you get your podcast. You can download it commercial-free, ad-free, commercial-free, whatever. It's kind of cool. So um, catch Josh there. You can uh, sign up at redpills.tv for the email alerts. Chat time today chat time today uh after chat zoom chat what time is the chat we'll do it after the daily dose at about 10 30 p.m eastern time is when i'll be there after i stuff my face with some dinner i'll be in there i'll hang out for an hour or two is that the chat you're talking about for you i i don't know yeah i yeah i don't know what you're asking uh, if there's any news stories I missed, please let me know. You can put it in the comments or you can send it to me on X or on the social red pill, socialredpill.com. Um, I appreciate you all very much. Without you guys, we couldn't do this. So your support means the world. Yay, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, usually the chat starts around 7 p.m. after the daily dose. Ish. Thought you said you're having a chat this afternoon. No, I, unfortunately, I can't do a chat this afternoon. I got lots on my plate today, but uh, maybe one day this week I could do a chat this afternoon. It is going to slow down a little bit this week, maybe. So if I do an afternoon chat, I'll post it on the social red pill, but not today. Um, the after chat will be after the Daily Dose tonight. But uh, last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I did an afternoon after chat. I mean, an afternoon chat. And I posted it on the social red pill and members, uh, supporters could join that uh, $5.99 or higher is usually who it's open to. Um, but if you want to try it out, see if you like it and it's worth it, you could uh, you could get in these these chats. Just send Joshua or I a message. We'll get you in there. But uh, we try to reserve it for paying members and to keep trolls out as well. And also to have a little extra value for you guys who support us. Josh has his QAs and Q, uh, Q&A sessions in there as well as uh, Fringe After Dark as well. Anyway, ooh, always clean your fish with vinegar before you cook it no matter where you get it? Uh, really? But, you know, okay, so all fish, Karma, Karma Michelle, all fish, I don't do that with my fish, but... Um, I know that fish, I only eat wild caught fish and I know that they could still have worms and parasites and stuff, but if you cook it to the right temperature, all that stuff gets killed, my understanding. So it doesn't really matter, right? But uh, maybe I'm wrong. No restaurants, period. Karma Michelle says, oh my gosh, there's one restaurant where... uh, they do okay for me. They don't put their sugar in their sauce. They don't. Um, and, but the only problem is the ingredients. You know they're buying bad chicken, and you know they're buying bad vegetables. But at least it doesn't have all the other nasty ingredients in it. But they're closing down. Yep, they're closing down. The one place I could eat here locally where it's not completely horrible. Good googly boogly. Josh posted link to live. Hey, did Josh go live? What? Oh, yeah. Josh uh, posted his event yesterday. It's on the social red pill if you guys want to check it out or two days ago. Anyway, I got to run. Big, big day today. Got to get got to get moving. But I'll be back in the studio later. If you guys send me any messages, I'll check them later. And anything that I missed over the weekend or this morning, I'll check it uh, this in a couple hours here. Uh, Appreciate you all very much. We'll be live tonight. Tune in. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, 
or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Ipatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.